Assalamu alaikum. Hello friends. My name is Julie, your hard work coach, a diligent student of knowledge and a grateful servant of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In this episode, I would like to share my personal experience on how I overcome the fear of missing out, also known as FOMO, and transition into joy of missing out, also known as JOMO. This was something I have shared previously in one of my online sisterhood community and I thought that it's worth to share this again with you with the hopes that you can also gain insight or inspiration on how to change the mindset from having fear into finding joy in life, inshallah. Let's start with a definition first. What is FOMO? FOMO is an abbreviation of fear of missing out. It was a surprise for me to see that there is an official definition for FOMO. It also says that this terminology was officially entered in 2010. According to Oxford Dictionary, it says that FOMO is an anxiety that an exciting or interesting event may currently be happening elsewhere, often aroused by hosts seen on social media. Another definition in Merriam-Webster says that FOMO is an informal word that was first used in 2004. And it means fear of not being included in something such as interesting or enjoyable activity that others are experiencing. Now we go to the definition of JOMO. JOMO is an abbreviation of joy of missing out. According to Oxford Dictionary, JOMO means enjoying spending your free time doing whatever you want to do without worrying that something more interesting is happening elsewhere. Another definition from dictionary.com says that JOMO is a feeling of contentment with one's own pursuits and activities without worrying over the possibility of missing out on what others may be doing. Now that we have understand the definition of FOMO and JOMO, I would like to share my own personal experience about this. Just a quick background about me. I'm from the Philippines and I moved to Malaysia in 2016 for better work opportunities. Then I became a Muslim in 2017 and then I got married and now I'm staying in Malaysia with my husband. I have shared the details of my convert story in my first podcast episode, so tune in to that episode if you haven't listened to it yet. Now, to give you some context, I want to share how my life in the Philippines was before I came to Islam. Subhanallah, it's totally different from today. When I was working in the Philippines, me and my friends were usually excited when it's Friday because that means TGIF! Yay! And TGIF is a short form for Thank God It's Friday. <laughs> this means after five days of hard work and stress, we go out, we have dinner, we party, we enjoy, and we have fun during Friday nights. And it's the same cycle. Work hard straight for five days, then have fun on Friday night, Saturday, and sometimes until Sunday. <laughs> and then go back to work again on Monday. This saying, work hard, play harder, 
was a very popular quote in my workplace and that has been the culture that I was used to. So yeah, I love to go out with my friends because I love the feeling and the energy around me. The loud noise, the laughter, all the funny jokes. And just to be surrounded with people and enjoying the fun vibes. I was soaking all of those good vibes in and I liked it very much because it makes me feel that I belong. I've always thought to myself that I'm an extrovert, meaning I'm outgoing and I'm a socially confident person. So I really enjoyed going out, staying outside and having fun rather than staying at home. So imagine what I felt when I moved to Malaysia. I was far away from my family and friends. I don't know anyone here and I'm afraid to go out because I'm not sure if it's safe for me. The usual activities that I get to do while I was in the Philippines were gone. After five days of work and stress, I just want to sleep at home and relax. <laughs> well, one factor is because I also don't want to spend too much money eating outside or buying things. So I suddenly changed into this homebody person because it's cheaper. <laughs> I may look okay on the outside, but deep inside, it was really a culture shock for me. I don't get to do the things that I used to do. And it made me miss my old lifestyle in the Philippines. Every time I open my Facebook, I see my family or my friends going out. They're having fun. They're hanging out together. And yes, it made me feel more homesick. Although I know that my main purpose of moving to Malaysia was not to have fun, but to work so that I can earn more money. But I still feel homesick. And I guess this was the first phase of my FOMO. One thing that helped me overcome homesickness was to keep focusing on my goal, which is to work and save money. At this point, I was just focused on my career and I didn't care about what I'm missing out in the Philippines. Oh, um, I also avoided Facebook for quite some time so that I won't get triggered by all those pictures that I, I will see. And I shoved this fear aside and I moved on. But it's not really a foolproof solution because I just avoided the fact that I'm feeling this way, that I'm sad, that I'm feeling homesick. Alhamdulillah, Allah had better plans for me. Now, I realized that this work in Malaysia was not only for a better financial opportunity, but Allah has placed me here for a better spiritual opportunity so that my heart will accept Islam. I also think that Allah knows that I needed Islam to help me overcome this FOMO inside me. So I converted to Islam and then shortly after that, I got married. Yay! I was happy. I was so happy. I thought that I won't feel alone anymore, right? But something else surfaced out. I felt like an outsider or I feel like I don't belong anywhere. It felt like I was stuck in between hanging out with my Filipino friends who were not Muslims or should I hang out with new Muslim friends. On one side, it really felt awkward for me to continue hanging out with my Filipino colleagues after I convert. Sometimes, I'm not really sure how to act in front of them because I worry I will be this weird person in the group. 
it was also getting difficult for me to relate to their jokes or some conversations. And with that said, I have actually isolated myself from them since I cannot relate. But uh, that isolation resulted into feeling more left out from the group, which is nobody's fault anyways. It was just me feeling awkward with my new faith and not really sure how to interact with them. Everything was so new and I don't know how to balance all of this. On the other side, I also did not have any Muslim friends. I know I have my husband and subhanallah, alhamdulillah, he's been a great support for me. But it is still something different when you have Muslim girlfriends, right? I was too shy to approach anyone or reach out to anyone. I also don't know any other new Muslim like me. I didn't have that supportive community who will understand my silly questions about Islam or a community who will not judge me if I cannot read the Quran yet. Basically, I haven't found that safe circle yet. And I think this is the point when I really felt FOMO to the next level. If I was able to assign a level to FOMO, being 1 is the lowest and 10 is the highest, this feeling was FOMO level 9, almost to the highest level. Because I used to be part of a very active, dynamic, and fun circle of people. And I know what's happening to everyone. But now, I don't know what is happening. I'm lost. And I can't relate to what is the issue, what's the latest, what's trending. I cannot relate to all these things. So I really felt left out and I really was scared that I'm being left behind. So that was my FOMO experience. Until one day, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has opened my heart and encouraged me to learn more about the deen, to study more about Islam and really understand it and not simply follow based on what I see from other people. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has led me to find Aida Aslin's YouTube channel in 2019 and this was one of the most memorable highlights for me. I viewed one of her video where she shared about gratitude reflections and creating a gratitude girl gang, GGG, a small WhatsApp group that has around 10 to 15 sisters. And the goal of the group was to share their daily gratitude reflections, even if it's just one sentence or one bullet point. Alhamdulillah, that was a game changer for me. I shifted my focus from looking outwards what's happening to the world, what's trending, what's viral. I shifted my focus from worrying about missing out on the fun, from feeling left out and feeling like I don't belong anywhere. I shifted my focus into looking inwards by focusing on myself and appreciating the blessings that I have and most importantly, remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I love the graduate reflection so much that even though the WhatsApp groups were no longer active after a few months, I went ahead and created my own gratitude newsletters. Alhamdulillah. And I'm so grateful that I'm still doing it today after two years. Alhamdulillah. 
Because of this consistent habit of self-reflection, I became more aware of my emotions, my thoughts, what I like, what I don't like, my strengths, my fears, my dreams, and my aspirations. I started to appreciate this alone time because I have fallen in love with processing all these thoughts and feelings and my dreams and just writing it down on my gratitude journal. I think this was a crucial point of my mindset change. In my past life before Islam, I think I have neglected this part of myself. I have pushed aside my emotions. For example, when I'm feeling hurt, I still show up and smile. I pretend that everything is okay. When I feel sad, I still show to other people that I'm okay, I'm happy, I'm fine. I drowned all these feelings inside of me by going out and having fun because I don't know how to deal with it. But with the habit of self-reflection, I got to know more about myself. Like there's no running away from it. It's confronting myself, finally facing my fears and knowing my strengths. I also realized that I was not really an extrovert who likes to be out there and socializing with friends. I discovered a different side of me, which is actually being an introvert who enjoys peace, quietness, and calmness just by myself. In contrary to my old lifestyle where I love going out, enjoying parties, and soaking in all those outside energy just to keep me happy, now I love staying at home, attending online classes, or reading books, and uh, just reflecting. During those days of solitude, I have finally discovered the power within me. I realized that I don't have to rely on other people. I don't have to rely on outside experiences. Or I don't need to go out and have fun. I found that I just need to get to know myself more. Face my fears that I have been avoiding. Processing my thoughts and feelings in a safer way through journaling. And most importantly, improve my relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on my own. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has unblocked that power within me through consistent journaling and self-reflection while I was away from all the distractions in life because in those moments of alone time was where I truly found my peace. So to summarize, these are the three things that help me overcome FOMO, the fear of missing out. First, I just focus on my goal and make this a priority. I don't have to bother about what's trending and what's happening in my social circle. Second, I get to know myself more. The isolation was the best time for me to get to know myself. I use journaling as a tool to process my thoughts and emotions. I made that a safe space for me to show kindness and compassion with myself, especially when I'm starting to feel sad and FOMO again. I have also rediscovered my passion for reading. This was something that I have abandoned many years ago. So now I'm happy just to sit at home and spend more time on reading books. The third one is continuous learning. I made myself busy with attending Islamic classes and learning about 
the life story of Prophet read Quran or read self-help books because I don't like to waste time worrying about other people or worrying about what's the latest news or worrying about what's trending. I just focus on myself and how can I become a better Muslim and how can I contribute to the community. I will leave you with this quote from the book Braving the Wilderness by Brene Brown. Belonging is the innate human desire to be part of something larger than us because this yearning is so primal. We often try to acquire it by fitting in and by seeking approval, which are not only hollow substitutes for belonging but often barriers to it. Because true belonging only happens when we present our authentic, imperfect selves to the world. Our sense of belonging can never be greater than our level of self-acceptance. Belonging to ourselves means being called to stand alone, to brave the wilderness of uncertainty, vulnerability, and criticism. For me, This means that I don't have to force myself to feel that I belong to a group or a circle of friends. We actually don't belong to anywhere or anyone. So why put so much effort in fitting in when I can show up as myself? Even though not everyone will agree with me, not everyone will like me, not everyone will understand what I'm saying. I may not have the perfect squad and I may not have the opportunity to post in my social media as hashtag squad goals, you know, going out together. Yeah, we're having fun together. I may not have all of those things and I'll still be okay. Now I feel comfortable with that feeling because I know that I don't belong to anyone or anywhere. I know I only belong to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And pleasing my creator, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, is my main purpose in life. So if Allah is pleased with me, then I'm happy. I'm very much happy and have peace in my heart. Alhamdulillah. Okay, so I'm not going to end this podcast simply by sharing my story. Now I want you to take action. Inshallah, you have learned something from my experience and you'll be able to apply something also in your life. So, I'm going to share this point of reflection for you. Are you ready? Okay. So, think about this. Be your own squad. Be comfortable by just being on your own. Feel the joy of solitude. Be comfortable with doing nothing and thinking about nothing in just two minutes, okay? Doing nothing, thinking nothing, saying nothing, literally just nothing in two minutes. Try this and let me know how this simple exercise affected you. Inshallah, it will help you be comfortable with yourself. Just sitting with yourself and feeling that joy, peace, and calmness. Remember, you are not alone. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is always with you. So spending these two minutes with doing nothing and thinking about nothing, remember, 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is with you. So feel that presence. Feel Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's all for now. I'll see you again on the next episode, inshallah. Don't be a stranger. If you like this podcast episode and you would like to share your thoughts, reflections, or feedback, please feel free to DM me on my Instagram or send me an email. I'm very much looking forward to read your reflections. Till then, Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Take care. Bye.